Corbin Burns mm. is a Baltimore Oriole. They're the favorites in the AL, in the AL East. Look at how well they did last year, and that was at, without Corbin Burns. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve... We're in season. We're back to five we days are, a week. <laughs> we are officially in season five days a week starting today. Uh, thanks for clicking on the show here today, guys. We have some stuff we need to get to some news over the weekend. The Yankees are headed to Mexico. Tell you about the details later on in the show. Joe Girardi returning to the Yankees here in 2024 in a different role. We'll tell you about that coming up next. But Stacy, of course, after our show was taped for Friday, <laughs> weirdly enough, we were talking about the Baltimore Orioles. And about, what, an hour after we finished recording, the Orioles made a massive move. <laughs> it's our fault. <laughs> Corbin Burns mm. is a Baltimore Oriole. Of course, the trade happened on Thursday afternoon. Uh, D.L. Hall and Joey Ortiz heading back to Milwaukee. Didn't seem like this deal was going to happen, period. That Corbin Burns didn't seem like that was going to happen. But it has. Stacy. we alluded to it during our Friday show. But now we have a whole new outlook on this, a whole new look at this team. The Baltimore Orioles, for as serious as they were, just a few days ago are even more serious and seemingly might not even be done. Right. Your thoughts on the Baltimore Orioles as they currently stand. They're the favorites in the A in the AL East. <laughs> I mean, look at how well they did last year and that was at, without Corbin Burns. So <laughs> add him to that rotation and you have another year of experience for their younger players and they're really frightening. That rotation you're alluding to, Stacey, currently stands as this. Corbin Burns, Kyle Bradish, Bradish, Grayson Rodriguez, John Means returning, Dean Kremer as the five. Uh, of course, Tyler Wells would be the six. First call, he had a really good season, over 115 innings pitched last year. It's like a three ERA or something like that. It's a serious rotation, dude. And when you throw in the rest of the mix, of what that team has. Yes, they're very, very young, mm -hmm. but that might be arguably the best thing about them is the Baltimore Orioles are a team that you, you get these young teams and you go, they might not know better hmm. that they're not supposed to be as good as they are. Like Arizona. And <laughs> yes. We yeah. were talking about it a lot, obviously, last season. During mm -hmm. the whole season, we are chatting about the Orioles. From the very beginning, we were talking about the Baltimore Orioles, and it became apparent very quickly that that club last season was starting to overperform mm -hmm. and were ahead of schedule. Now, now that they are ahead of schedule, they can add, which is what they did. Now, they haven't had any other significant moves here in this offseason, no. but this addition of Corbin Burns, 
I mean, he had a quote unquote down year last year and was still very, very good. And we were, again, we're talking about on Friday, Stacey, we had mentioned that they were a team that was lacking the veteran presence, especially on the pitching front, especially in the starting rotation. And they got it. Now they have it. Yeah. Who, I mean, good for them. And, um, you know, as you said, they were ahead of schedule. They now have, the young guys now have playoff experience. It wasn't a great experience for them, but they have that now, which no one expected last year again, because they overperformed. So that also helps them in that regard, because they know what it's like to experience getting swept out of the playoffs. And maybe some of these guys are like not, not exactly playing with a chip on their shoulder, but they have that experience and they don't want that again. So they're, they're hungry to make it to the playoffs and go beyond the first round. So there are a lot of things working in their favor and, if I wasn't a Yankee fan, I'd probably be rooting for the Orioles because they're a lot of fun. They're very exciting. And now they just got a serious, serious top end of the rotation arm. Who's going to lead that staff. Uh, weirdly enough, Aaron Boone kind of became available here this weekend. He was doing some sort of signing in New Jersey or something like that. Uh, oh, it was a whole, with... It's a whole Yankee thing. It's a whole, oh, was it? a, lot, a bunch of Yankee people were there. Yeah. It's, it's an event that they've only had for the past few years in New Jersey. I never get to go to it cause I don't drive, but um, yeah, like a lot of people are there past Yankees, current Yankees um, broadcasters. It's a whole oh, Well, thing. there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, so Aaron Boone was, uh, did speak on this a little bit. We don't have the full context of all these quotes, but we just have the quotes coming here from the New York Post uh, and talking about Corbin Burns saying, quote, that could be a little bit of a problem. Also going on to say, obviously, an amazing pitcher going to a great team. We'll see a lot of him and look forward to the opportunity to compete against the best. I mean, these are nothing quotes. Those are obvious quotes. Yes, this could be a problem. This could be a very serious problem if that rotation is healthy. And even if that rotation has one injury in it, it's not like they have a schlub coming out of nowhere to fill the back end. They still have wells. So. There is a lot of upside for this Baltimore Orioles club, Stacy. I don't care necessarily about what Aaron Boone says here, especially these quotes. Again, I'm taking these as just like, yeah, okay, we all think this. We're all uh, in the same headspace, and I guess it's good that he's in that headspace. But how much do the Yankees worry here, Stacy? I mean, obviously you're not – you know, every portion of your life isn't consumed by what the Baltimore Orioles are doing at Camden. But right. still, like when it comes to – wanting to win the American league East and further than that, Mm -hmm. like how much should they be worried about Baltimore right now? I don't think they should be worried. They should just, you know, they, they know that Baltimore is a good team. They should be thankful that they're not playing them 19 times anymore. (laughs) And it's down to 13 and the rest of the ALE should be happy about that as well, because you don't have to face them as many times. I mean, losing six games, losing, meaning, um, having six games against that team removed from the schedule at this point with them getting the way they are is better for the teams in division. But I feel like, yes, they should know that Baltimore is there, but it's not like the Yankees didn't do anything. And I know their rotation doesn't match up, but let's not forget they got Juan Soto. So they upgraded the lineup at least. And I, you know, they shouldn't really be so focused like oh my god it's baltimore like we can't escape anyone because you know we used to have to worry about the rays now we have to worry about the- well that's how competition is supposed to be you're, you're not supposed to run away with a division you're supposed to have other teams in the division compete with you and i kind of like it better that way sure uh, I mean, we're going to have a full-fledged American League East preview once we get closer to the season, so make sure to hit subscribe for that. Uh, that'll be coming up here in a few weeks when we start previewing the season in full capacity. But, I, I mean, as a precursor to that, 
I think it's the Orioles division to lose right now. Oh yeah. And I know that might be saying a lot. I know that that might be a little uh, presumptive here at this stage. We haven't seen this team uh, on the field. There is a, a legitimate likelihood that there's sophomore slumps all over that Orioles roster. That totally could happen. It could be a one-off. Yep. Who knows uh, what the, the future holds for the Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles. Right. So I could be completely wrong in that, but I still think it's their division. And mm -hmm. I still think even with the moves and even with uh, the more veteran lineup that the Yankees present in 2024, I, I'm right now, early preview, I'm thinking Baltimore, even prior to this move, Baltimore was my favorite. I wouldn't say a heavy, heavy favorite, but right. a favorite to win, to win the American League East right now. I think they yeah. still are much. I mean, the Red Sox aren't in the running here. The um, the Rays have obviously taken a step back. I think um, ta uh, Toronto has had a, a rough offseason here as well. They haven't added to it, especially at this stage. It hasn't been added to. So it, it's really, in my head, a two-way race between the Orioles and the Yankees. And right now I'm picking the Orioles. Yeah. Um, I feel like... It's possible they could regress from last season, but they were so good last season. Like I'm talking, they might only win 97, <laughs> like that kind of a regression, you know, like they're still going to be good. Um, but yeah, uh, it's exciting for the people in, I mean, God, the, the it was a one, two celebration between them finding out that their team was finally going to be sell, sold by Angelos and then find, getting this trade. They're like, I mean, Baltimore fans were high as kites. They were so excited on social media, and I was actually happy for them. I was happy for Connor, uh, host of Locked on Orioles, because you know he went live with the selling thing. Then he went live with the Burns thing. He was like, <laughs> he didn't know what to do with himself. So, yeah, I'm happy for them. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to be annoyed during the season when, you know. I was going to say, I was like, yeah. you're a little too smiley yeah. right now, Stacey. No, I think you, you know remember what? you still got to play these guys. No, I know. But, uh, See, there's a part of me, because I've been alive for seven Yankee championships, that there is a part of me that wants to see the teams that haven't done anything in a really long time. We're going on four, we're on 40 years since the Orioles did anything like that. So yes, they're in division. It would be kind of annoying, but I would actually, I think if they got past the Yankees in the playoffs, if that happened, you know what I mean? I would root for them to win the World Series. All right, well, we'll talk in 2027, and I'll see how uh, happy you are with the Baltimore Orioles because they're set up for a deep, long run. Mm -hmm. uh, let us know how worried you are about the Baltimore Orioles. Are we blowing it out of proportion? Am I blowing out of proportion? Am I wrong in saying that they are the favorite right now in the American League East? Uh, or, or do you think I'm uh, underestimating this Yankees team? Let us know in the comments section, of course, while you're there. You can also leave your questions for Fan Mail Friday. And if you are a member of the Locked On Yankees Insiders Club, I want to hear from you as well. Text us about it. Uh, of course, if you want to join the Locked On Yankees Insiders Club, you get a whole bunch of really cool perks. Check out the episode description to find out more. And, of course, a link to a 14-day free trial. You can text Stacy. You can text me. It's all there in the episode description. All right. Joe Girardi is back in a new capacity, but also kind of an old capacity. We'll talk about that when we come back. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I love everything about Super Bowl Sunday, the puppy bowl, the actual football game, the commercials, the food, and the halftime show. 
I also love parlays. They're fun bets to make, and FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Back now on this Monday edition of Locked On Yankees. Hey, everydayers, don't forget, we are every day again, Monday through Friday here on Locked On Yankees. Of course, if you're looking for more, especially on the weekends, check out Locked On Sports Today, 24-7 streaming YouTube channel. You can check it out by searching today. Again, that's Locked On Sports Today. Uh, Stacy Joe Girardi announced that he uh, is coming back. Yes, network for 2024. They're calling him a analyst and mm. analyst. I guess it's a better proper way to say that. Um, not his first stint on TV, not his first stint on TV for the Yankees, not his first stint for the Yankees. So uh, <laughs> a, a returning voice. Uh, your, what was your reaction to this one? We haven't actually talked about this. I was like, oh, cool. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. But it also wasn't, you know, some other people's reactions who were like, who cares? But, you know, when they say analyst, I believe that means he'll probably be in the studio in uh in the like with jack curry and bob lorenz kind of a thing um i didn't mind him when he was on yes he was on, he's been on yes a couple times he was there in 04 he was there a little bit in 05 uh before he started managing and then um again and then 2007 before he <laughs> took over for joe tory so it's just funny that this happened because, um, as I said, off the air, my friends forgot. Like, I have a Slack group where we talk about Yankee stuff. And I was like, oh, Joe Girardi's coming back to yes. And they're like, what do you mean coming back to yes? I said, what do you mean? He was there <laughs> a couple of times. He had different stints there. Um, you know, it's good to have former Yankees in the booth. They know the team. They know uh, what it's like to play in New York. And guys who, especially like someone like Girardi, we always say that catchers make good managers. I feel like catchers and pitchers also make good analysts on TV because they really have like that, not inside information, but their positions on the team are so much more involved. No offense to hitters, but I feel like catchers and pitchers are really like driving the game. Like they're the ones that you really have to pay attention to. And I feel like those guys are the ones that make, I mean, Cone is great in the booth. And I feel like Girardi is a really good analyst. I think the word you're looking for is instinct. Yes. The instinct of catchers and pitchers, mostly catchers, but yes, pitchers as well. Uh, They just have that different, quality to them uh, on a general basis obviously uh, mm-hmm. you mentioned that you you we might see him in the in, in the studio we don't know officially yes was yeah. very light on the details all they said was joe girardi's coming back as an analyst in 2024 mm-hmm. what does that mean i don't know i don't think he's coming from era this job or anything like that doesn't i don't think he's gonna be like an on-field or anything like that but could I mean, be you might guy see in the him. booth you know yeah that's what i was thinking maybe he's in the booth sometimes maybe you might see him do uh like you remember he used to do like the yank that 
the youthful Yankee show thingy that he used to do way back when he used to like host that show. Yes. I loved yeah. that show, even though I don't have kids, but yes, it was a great show. They should bring yeah, it back I mean, actually. <laughs> obviously they do the path to the pinstripes and stuff and, and all the, by the way, the staff there, we obviously dealt with them in Scranton. They're awesome. They're like really, really great people. <laughs> they do an incredible job and they, and they take that job very seriously and, and treat it with, you know, true dignity. It was really a pleasure working with those people from yes. Um, but yeah, so it's not really clear what the role is going to be, if it's going to be the color commentary role or anything like that. But we will hear from Joe Girardi in some capacity this coming season. So you can look out for that. Stacey, they're, they, they, I, I've talked about this on a few occasions. The unhinged take of Yankees Reddit. <laughs> and so much, Stacey, I've talked about this so much. I don't think we've ever actually brought this up on the show. This might come at some point. But we've flirted with the idea of making this a weekly segment mm -hmm. of the unhinged take, the worst take of Yankees Reddit that week. Yeah, I think still, we still do, touching I, on it. I don't know. As, I as, like a as a precursor to that, <laughs> a, a, a trial run, a beta test of mm -hmm. that, the unhinged take of this, Stacey, on Yankees Reddit is that, well, you know, Aaron Boone's contract is done after 2024, and now Joe Girardi is coming back because he wants to be manager. And that take is so 4D, deep level, tinfoil hat, Charlie Day, and always sunny. It's insane. I can't believe people are putting credence to this. I don't know if you've seen that, Stacey. I don't know if that's hit your slack. Well, but yeah. Man. No, not the slack. But it's the same thing as when they brought on Osmus. They're like, oh, they're bringing him in because if something goes wrong, you know, then they can get rid of Boone and it'll be fine. Like, it's the same kind of thing, but this is even worse. It's like, he's going to, he's, he's doing the games. They're not going to, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I feel like, not that it was completely sour, but it wasn't a great ending for Joe Girardi. And uh, that's why it took him this long to come back. Um, so I don't see that happening. I don't see that yeah. happening, but I'm not surprised by that take at all. Yeah. No. People are running wild because of mm -hmm. course they will uh, but Stacey we did want to talk a little bit about this in, re in regards to Girardi returning again he's been here multiple stints both player coach and on air uh, very much involved in, in the whole situation we kind of wanted to chat a little bit about what former or current Yankees do you think uh, could possibly be good on the air one day uh, I'll let you go first okay I actually have two because I thought of one while we were talking my first one is Phil Hughes which some people are going to think but I'll explain He's very witty on Twitter. He's really into watching baseball. Like he's always watching baseball and tweeting about it. And again, former pitcher, uh, former World Series champ. He really helped them in 09, actually. And I feel like he would be a really good addition to the booth. And then I was thinking about it. Another former guy, catcher this time. But he was always very well spoken when he was in his post-game interviews, but I feel like Austin Romine could be <laughs> pretty good wow. in the booth. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's a, that's a thought. Yeah. <laughs> that was not the name I thought you were going to pick. Mm -mm. I know, but yeah, I, I was thinking about my, it. My brain was going to Posada. I don't know why. Like yeah. we were talking. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Austin Romine. I was thinking about it. I was like, he could possibly do booth work if he wanted to. <laughs> well, there you go. Mm -hmm. um, my pick Stacy is, is an old a, a new old friend. <laughs> I think Kyle Higashioka could one day uh, jump in. So I don't know how exciting Kyle Higashioka would be <laughs> on the air. I think he would have to let go a little bit because he's obviously a very, uh, you know, 
tied. He's pretty straight laced, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Laced, yeah. But uh, obviously, he's very smart. He knows the game very well. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about being color, but maybe in studio. Um, and he has a pleasant voice too, because you have to have a pleasant voice for that. Very calming, very again, well thought, well spoken, Mm kind of like the things you already alluded to. But yeah, Higgy, I thought could be uh, one day. I mean, we've talked a lot of a lot. Remember, I'd mentioned like I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him be the the manager the skipper of of rice baseball one day or of the texas longhorns or something like that i feel like higgy is going is going to period i'm not even conjecturing i think higgy's going to be a manager someday like somewhere either ncaa or or minors or majors like i feel like higgy's just has that makeup um one quick thing before we go to break um if you guys have not seen this yet go to Derek jeter's instagram speaking of former yankees who are now doing analyzing on tv he was attempting to do a cartwheel and could not do it. And his wife was making fun of him. He tried it two or three times. He just could not do it. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I've never seen a grown man. He looked afraid to do a cartwheel. So go to his Instagram account, Derek Jeter, and watch it because it is hilarious and will put a smile wow. on your face. Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> he legit Amazing. looked afraid to even try. And then he just didn't even it was it was it was bad it was bad i don't blame him i would be afraid (laughs) to uh all right we're gonna step aside one more time here when we come back the yankees are headed to mexico city details next Back now on Locked On Yankees. Stacy, some really cool news coming out here over the last few days. The Yankees are going to go down to Mexico City here at the uh, end of spring training, essentially, right before the season starts. They will be playing a two-game exhibition series at Alfredo Harp Elu Stadium down in Mexico City. They're going to be playing the Diablos Rojos. Uh, it'll be on March 24th and March 25th, so it'll be a two-game set heading all the way down south. And I, I'm super stoked about this, Stacy. So weirdly enough, I've been kind of following uh, the Diablos Rojos recently. They've been making some news down in Mexico baseball circles. They uh, have been kind of one of the bigger, bigger teams. And in, in, uh, you know, I've only had read this Lidom, Lidom. I don't know how it's pronounced. L I D O M is like the uh, you know the the circuit they run. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they 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 have like a really big marketing push and stuff, and like they have these really cool jerseys. Um, and they have, you know, this, this really pretty stadium and they actually just added a softball team, uh, to the organization, uh, that they started playing with. And they've been like absolutely crushing it recently. They have this really good softball team too, uh, part of the org, but yeah, I'm super, super stoked about this. We've been talking about expansion. I have been singing the praises of Mexican baseball here on the show for as long as I can think of, uh, pretty much a year since I started because of the world baseball classic. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this days. Yeah, I, was very happy when I saw the announcement on Instagram because it's always fun when the Yankees do something different than just regular boring <laughs> spring training games in Florida. It's like, yeah, great. They're going to play the Tigers 50 times and the Pirates and everyone else on the East Coast of Florida because they don't really travel. And yeah, so this is uh, really cool. And um, I really hope that uh, Judge hits maybe one 600 foot. <laughs> the so Mexico City. You will, you might see that. I know that's what I said. Mexico City's elevation is intense. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, well, they also it, have to be careful with the breathing and stuff, yes. too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of pollution down in Mexico City, but there also is a it's very high up. Elevation is very high. So 
I wouldn't be shocked uh, to see Judge absolutely crush one out there. Uh, tickets right now on sale are only through Ticketmaster. Uh, if you're thinking of heading down there, uh, it's on Besos. The cheapest ticket I found was 45 bucks. Um, so not awful for mm-hmm. something like this, uh, all things considered. Uh, if you're on the West Coast like I am, a, a flight down to Mexico City is about five or six hours. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're worried about travel into, into the country, it's completely safe in Mexico city. You don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff whatsoever. Um, but I highly encourage if you can get down there, I think this would be a once in a lifetime type of thing. I think you should totally go. If you have the means to do so, if you have the time to do so, they announced it early enough to where you can make these kinds of plans. This is awesome, dude. This is going to be really, really cool. And the chance to see two games, let alone if you've never been to Mexico city, beautiful city, incredible food, tons of music, tons of art, tons of, uh, you know, architecture and like historical things like you could totally make a trip out of this uh and i think if you're a yankee fan and you have the means to do so i think you totally should um again you can get some pretty cheap tickets and and you know considering and uh i think this would be freaking awesome man i i I mean i'm over here thinking like should i go (laughs) (laughs) i also believe if i'm not mistaken since it's sunday and Monday, that Monday might be the first day of spring break for most people because Easter is the following weekend. So oh, usually it's the week before. Um, so, yeah, you, you could possibly make a trip out of it. <laughs> yeah, I think you should totally do it. Uh, it's going to be super awesome. I can't wait to watch it. I've been dreaming of stuff like this. I love when like the Padres went down to Monterey and like they, they did all this. I love involving uh, uh, the Latin countries because, I mean, dude, they're the, the lifeblood of baseball, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. But Stacey, I wanted to, to also kind of bring up a theoretical here. Do you have any other dream places uh, you would like to see the Yankees go play at? Because obviously MLB has been making a push like this. Like I said, going to Monterey, the London series of the Cardinals last year. Uh, they are trying to do this uh, just kind of like the NFL started to do a, a, God, a few years ago. Probably like 10 years ago they started doing <laughs> this. But uh, yeah, baseball's starting to make this push. Are there any dream places you want to see the Yankees go play? My first one is, is one that people have already you know, said that they want, and it has happened before, but I would like to see the Yankees play the Blue Jays in Olympic Stadium in Montreal, because I would like to take the train up to Montreal and go, because I think that would be really cool. cool. But I was also thinking uh, Korea. I just don't know what specific stadium, but I think it would be fun if MLB teams went over there and played against Korean teams. I think that that could be cool. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Um, My pick, Stacey, would be, I think, like tenfold of how cool this would be. Estadio Quisqueya Juan Marichal. That is in Santo Domingo in the Dominican Mm. Republic. It is the Juan Marichal Stadium. It is an iconic ballpark given the heavy Dominican population in New York and just the fandom down there too of Yankees baseball. Mm -hmm. I think that would be one of the coolest things you could Mm. ever see is like if there were any major league team to go down there and play there, it would be the Yankees. It had to be the Yankees. <laughs> and to see them play down in that ballpark, either they face off with like the Tigres de Alice, they play out of there. Um, or if you see them play like, I don't know, the Dominican Republic national team. And I don't know, 2026 when uh, <laughs> we're getting ready for the next world baseball classic. I feel like that would be really freaking cool, man. I've been dying. 
that to get to that ballpark. I've never been down to the Dominican Republic. That is one of like my life goals is to get to that ballpark and watch the Caribbean series or watch, you know, the, the qualifiers for the world baseball classic. That is an absolute bucket list item. And uh, if the Yankees were to go there, man, I think it would be a massive, massive success. They played them back in 2013, actually the Dominican Republic national team in Tampa uh, during mm-hmm. that first world baseball classic. They had, you know, how they do those kind of like those matchups. Yeah. Um, so they played them then, but I think if they got the opportunity to head down there, end of spring training situation, then catch a flight back to, to, uh, to Newark. I think it could be really freaking cool, man. Yeah. I think that'd be really, really cool as someone who lived in, um, a heavily, uh, populated Dominican neighborhood for quite a few years in Manhattan. And when the Yankees won the, uh, 03 ALCS, oh my God, there were horns and things going on all night. (laughs) in my neighborhood it was it was fun um and then the next year it wasn't so much fun but oh three was fun yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh the uh i mean we, we've seen obviously how massively popular it is to be down there uh when you consider you know just this weekend in in miami like the the caribbean series down in, in miami was a massive success i think they set a new record for that ballpark which is awesome so again this this is just pipe dream stuff dude like this is me conjecturing i would love to see this but I, again the mexico city thing is gonna be freaking cool dude it's gonna be one of the coolest things you'll see um next to that uh well, i forget what they're calling it the the series with the the young guns that they're doing at spring training oh right uh, yeah, we, we want to talk about that when we get to spring training a little bit closer. The spring breakout series. That's the official name of it. Yeah. So there's going to be co- some cool things going on here this spring training. And, and obviously the Yankees have a, a big part of it. Baseball needs to do more of this. We're always saying it. So it's good that they are. Yes, I love it. Uh, let us know in the comment section, dream places you want the Yankees to go play. Uh, of course, I don't know. Maybe your backyard might be one of them, too. <laughs> I know a lot of people are going to do the Sandlot thing. It's not going to happen. I'm just letting you know. It's not It's not fit for it. It's not yeah. fit for it. I would love it. Big Sandlot fan. Right. Favorite baseball movie of all time, but that's not going <laughs> to happen. But I want to hear some other ones. Obviously, they got to do the, the Field of Dreams game and stuff like that. It's ended sour, but still an, an awesome experience. Uh, let us know in the comment section. Stacy. what do we have coming up on tomorrow's episode? Top off-season episodes. <laughs> we had some. We, had we, get some, some, we, we get some interesting, we had some interesting moments in the off season that were unexpected. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you're a new fan, it's going to be a good place for you to go to find everything you need to catch up uh, yeah. for this coming season. So we will do that on tomorrow's show as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. So make sure you hit subscribe. And of course, join the Lockdown Yankees Insiders Club. Link is in the episode description, 14 day free trial, and you get a whole bunch of really cool perks. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Yankees. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and I feel like I haven't said this in a while, but we'll see you tomorrow. 